Welcome to the Nourishing Amy podcast. I'm Amy Rankin. I am an emotional intelligence and life coach, a speaker, a creator, and a wellness chaser. I have created this podcast for you to learn habits, mindset changes, and get really actionable takeaways to find out who you are, what lights you up, how you can love yourself again, and how to live your best life. Give yourself the space to welcome in more self-care and confidence, reduce feelings like overwhelm and stress, and let's find your sparkle again. Are you ready? Let's do it. Welcome to episode 88 of the Nourishing Amy podcast and to another episode of Therapy Thursday. So Therapy Thursday is here to share takeaways, tools and light bulb moments that I have had in my own coaching sessions and workshops that I have attended. And today I'm going to be talking about being present, feeling productive and how to actually get shit done without all of the stress and the feeling overwhelmed. So I attended one of the workshops that BU was um, holding online last night and I had some really, really good takeaways from that. I feel really motivated. I feel like um, sometimes I'm like just doing things for the sake of doing things. And I know that when I talk to like friends and stuff like that, they kind of resonate with that feeling of like, okay, yeah, I've got my to-do list, but it's just like my stuff I'm doing like, there's not that like spark or that motivation behind it. So in this episode, I'm going to give you three actionable takeaways and three tools for your toolkit so that you can actually be feeling motivated and feeling like you're back on track with achieving your goals and moving towards where you want to be and that person that you want to be. But as usual, you know that I share recommendations. So before I jump into all of that, it's a really basic bitch medita- uh, <laughs> meditation recommendation um, today. But you know what? I know you, that some of you are probably sick of hearing about it, but we're in lockdown. This is week seven, I think. We've still got at least three weeks to go. And like, I just feel like my brain just needs to switch off sometimes. And I don't have like my normal things that I would go to for that, like going and visiting my friends or going and grabbing a coffee with one of my friends or my sister or, you know, things like that. Um, We're pretty much housebound except for being able to go for a walk except that our walks were not even allowed to meet up with anybody so um normally my like venting and just like chatting about life uh would be in those moments and I'm not doing a lot of that so aside from telling Aaron how I'm feeling now pretty much every day and him hearing all about my feelings um I'm really enjoying just being able to switch my brain off with some trashy tv now if you follow me on instagram you will know that I love love Below Deck. I actually am not sure if I've even mentioned Below Deck on the podcast already as well. Um, I They even like came up in one of my reels the other day that I was talking about Below Deck as well over on Instagram. So Below Deck is like my go-to <laughs> like trashy reality TV. It's not actually even that trashy, but look, it's reality TV and some people think reality TV is trashy, but I love it. They've got the OG Below Deck, which I love, but they've also got Below Deck Mediterranean, which I'm like 
really loving because they're in Greece and Croatia and Aaron and I, well, it's not even recently anymore. It feels recently, uh, did sailing trips around Croatia and traveled around Greece as well. So it kind of like brings back all the memories. It's a bit nostalgic. We watch it together and we're like, oh, remember when we were there or we've been there. So I love Med. They've also got Below Deck Sailing, which I've only just finished and I'm devastated. I finished season two the other night and I was like, whoa, what am I going to do now with like my night time? <laughs> um, and also they've got a Below Deck Down Under, which is coming really soon. And Aisha, who was in, I can't remember if she was in the OG or Med, but um, she is going to be in it. And I'm so excited because I love her. She's the best. She's hilarious. So yes, that's all of the Below Deck series that I'm um, recommending to just kind of switch your brain off. But also if you've seen that or if Below Deck's not your thing, Love Island is on Nine Now. I've been re-watching it just on Nine Now in the background, like if I'm cooking dinner or something and I don't really feel like watching Coco Melon or The Wiggles. <laughs> uh, Love Island is like a bit of a go-to, just like chuck it on in the background. You don't really need to concentrate too much on it if you miss an episode you're not missing out on that much. Um, but also Siesta Key. I am so obsessed with Siesta Key at the moment. Um, it is on Foxtel, but how did I rewatch the first few? Oh, Stan. It's on Stan as well. So yeah, three totally switch off, chill out, trashy TV shows for you. If you're feeling like you're a little bit overwhelmed and you don't want to go and do like the deep work self-care and you're just feeling like switching your brain off and something easy and accessible that's not scrolling your phone, there's three TV shows for you that I really love. Come and share your favorite TV shows. I know some people actually really love switching off to David Attenborough as well. He's on Netflix. Um, but come and share some of your favorite like switch off TV shows in the podcast group. I'm actually going to start a thread tomorrow morning. So once this episode is uploaded, I'll start a thread and we can share our favorite TV shows and maybe we can get some different ideas because yeah, so lockdown's a bit hard, isn't it? It's a bit rough. Um, I was also talking about podcast recommendations last episode. So a bit of a nothing podcast that I listen to as well. If you're not wanting to watch TV and you would like a podcast, I really love the Kyle and Jackie O show. I know that that's a little polarizing because some people love them and some people hate them. But um, again, they're just like, turn it on again, maybe like a bit nostalgic because I used to listen to them when I was like, I don't even know how old I would have been, maybe 12 or 13. They've been on air for so long now, but back in like their hot hits days, with all the music and stuff like that. And I've just grown up with them. So I think that they're hilarious and they give me a good laugh. Like it's, if you go into it very lighthearted and just like, look, this is just like a show not to be taken seriously. Um, I also put them on like in the mornings, if I don't feel like chucking the TV on and stuff like that, I'll just turn them on as soon as I wake up and Ollie and I just like feed Ollie, listen to Carl and Jackie O, give Ollie his breakfast, all that kind of stuff. And yeah, 
So there's some TV and podcast recommendations for you. Next week, I'll talk about a few other different podcast episode, podcast series that I listen to as well for you because I know I got some good feedback and you guys were enjoying them. I also got some good feedback about the clothing recommendations that I was giving for the activewear brands and some of you have gone and purchased some from the recommendations, which is so cool. I hope you love them just as much as what I do. I was messaging with someone the other day on Instagram and they were like, oh my God, you are so right about Amen. I love their leggings. I just bought a new pair because you were talking about them. So yeah, very cool. Very cool. All right. Now let's actually talk about what we're here for today how to actually get shit done, how to feel productive, how to feel motivated, just how to move towards being that person that you want to be. So, I mean, look, some people might call this manifesting. Other people think manifesting is a bit of a woo-woo term. You know what? I was in the Outspoken Podcast Facebook group. That's a bit of a tongue twister. The Outspoken Podcast Community Facebook group. And they were talking about manifesting the other day. And there was some polarizing comments in there. Some people love it. Some people hate it. And you know what? In my perspective, manifesting is just goal setting and taking action on your goals. So it's a fancy word for saying I have a goal that I want to achieve. I have a vision for what I would like in my life. So let's call it manifesting. Let's call it goal setting. Let's call it vision getting. Whatever feels good for you. Let's be real for a second. We are all human and we cannot feel motivated all of the time. So hopefully these little tips and these tricks and tools for you can help you to feel like you can get back on track. There is always going to be a part of your life or a section of your life that is not being attended to as much as what some of the other parts are. It might be your work life and your career. Maybe it's your health. Maybe it's your social life. Maybe it's your self-care and your downtime or your self-development. Maybe it's your finances. There's lots of different areas. We could also be looking at relationships, loved ones and friendships and stuff like that. So um, it's very hard. I mean, look, you could at the highest points in your life feel like you've got a really beautiful balance between all of those areas, but that's pretty rare. Like generally, if we're feeling really good in a few of those areas, it's because we're giving those areas of our life a lot of love and attention. But also that means that there's going to be other areas in our life that we're not paying as much attention to. So Before I jump into like the tips, a bit of a side note is to just think about and maybe reconsider, okay, what areas of my life have I really been giving love and attention to and what areas has that maybe taken away from or I haven't been focusing on as much and how can I start to bring in some of these tips that Amy's talking about today to bring some more love and attention to these other areas so that I can start to lift them up as well. So, The first tool that I have is reconnecting to your why. Now, I've spoken about the five whys before on the podcast, but it was quite a long time ago. So I'm going to run over it really briefly again now, because I really am a big believer that even if you have learnt a 
tool or a mindset change, or you've read a self-development book or listened to a podcast episode or attended a workshop, there's only so long that that information is really going to stick with you for and feel super relevant because either you're learning new information and so the old information kind of gets like pushed to the side a little bit and we're not paying as much attention to it, or it starts to feel not relevant because you actually do start to take action on that part of your life. And then you can bring your focus to other areas of life or other situations and circumstances that are happening, that then that tool also gets, again, pushed to the side as well with that area improving. It's kind of like, okay, cool. I don't need that tool right now. But then of course, it's hard to keep everything that you learn at the front of your mind all of the time actually near impossible, I would say. It is. It's impossible. It's not even hard. It's impossible. You would never be able to remember every single tool and every single mindset change. So that's the reason why sometimes I do go over things that I've spoken about and touch on them again briefly, because I think we need a bit of a refresher sometimes. I will go and do our mid-year reset workshop with BU online I do that every six months because it's so beneficial for me. And I literally, it's a workshop that takes you through all of like each of the different areas of life, the seven different areas of life. You give yourself a score between one to 10 with how you're feeling in each of those areas. And then also um, it like talks me through, okay, what would improvement look like in this area? What would improvement look like in this area? Um, If I could feel really great in this area and if it was looking the best it has in my life, what would that look like? Again, kind of, that's like, the first steps of manifesting is really getting clear on what do these things look like for me now? What do I want them to look like for me? And how can I move towards that? Uh, So connecting back to your why is a really good way to be able to get that emotional connection. When you get that emotional connection to something and you really start to see, well, hang on a second, like this goal that I have of eating more fruit and vegetables, let's say, for example, I'll give you one of my examples because that's what Therapy Thursday is about. And hopefully it brings something to mind for you. So mine was around my health because I feel like Yes, my health is always a priority, but I don't always take action like I would ideally like to be doing. Um, My health is something that I tend to push to the side now that I have Ollie. I find I prioritize Ollie's health and well-being and food needs and stuff like that before my own, which means that some days it will get to two o'clock in the afternoon and I realize I'm starving and all I've had is a coffee and two pieces of peanut butter toast. So that's obviously not ideal. That's not how I want to be taking action towards my health goals. So it's important for me to reassess this regularly. Now, the way to work through the five whys, I'll give you a real life example. So first of all, you just ask yourself, what is my goal? What am I trying to manifest? What do I want to achieve? What is something that I would like to improve or focus on in my life at the moment? So whatever kind of question really like stands out for you from those questions. And it could be a general answer at the moment, like a certain area of life. So I would like to focus on my career or my work life. I would like to focus on my relationships with my loved ones. I would like to focus on my friendships or my health or my sleeping patterns, whatever it is. Just get a a really general goal in mind for yourself first. From there, 
It's very simple. We're just going to ask ourselves why five times. So I will run you through this. So my nutrition is a priority for me and that's what I want to be bringing more of a focus to. More specifically, making sure that I'm eating nourishing meals that are including at least a fruit or a vegetable in every single meal. So no more just peanut butter toast. Um, I am really... I really would like to be nourishing my body better. Now, why is that important for me? Because I know that, well, first of all, I am still breastfeeding. So I know that the nourishment that I ingest for myself and the nutrients and vitamins and minerals and things that I ingest for myself is also benefiting Ollie. In turn from that, it also means that my vitamins and minerals and nutrients are depleted because he gets my stuff first and I get what's left over. So that's my first why. And then my second why is like, okay, well, why is that important? Well, it's important because if I know that I am not nourishing myself well with fruits and vegetables and, and, you know, healthy foods, whole foods, then I know that I am not giving Ollie his best nutrients. I'm not giving myself my best nutrients. In turn from that, I have eczema and psoriasis and my eczema will flare up. I get stressed and then I get worried about my skin. I actually have had a bit of a breakout at the moment because I got my period last week as well. So there's a few different layers to that one. Now, then I ask myself, okay, well, I can see all of that. But why is that important? Like, why does that matter? Why do these things that are coming up for me make a difference? My answer to that is because I know that when I'm not nourishing my body, when I don't have adequate vitamins and minerals and whole foods in my body, I know that I am more tired. I'm more lethargic. I'm more irritable. I'm more snappy. And then my next why after that. Now, I don't know how many, I think this is only four whys. So sometimes you won't need five. Sometimes you will, and that's great. Um, But my next why is like, okay, well, why does that matter? Why is that important? I know that I don't want to feel snappy, irritable, lethargic. I want to have energy. I want to be glowy. I want to feel happy and present. So you will know when you've gotten to the end of your whys, when you get an emotion that comes up for you. So for me, it's energetic, glowy, happy, and present. I know that's four emotions, but that to me in my mind is like, I know that's the best version of me when I am nourishing myself with whole foods and giving myself the best opportunity to have energy throughout my days to be able to, like, I guess if we even look at a flow on from that, like how, what areas of my life. So this could be another question that you ask yourself, knowing that that's the feeling that I'm aiming for, whatever the feeling or feelings are that come up for you, then think about, well, what, how are those feelings when I am feeling like that, when I have taken action on these things and I am moving towards feeling energetic, happy, excited, playful, calm, relaxed, like whatever your feelings are that you want to be moving towards, what are the benefits to the other areas of my life? Because I can guarantee you, okay, yes, by focusing on my health, I am going to be able to be feeling these feelings. But also, how much are the other areas in my life going to also be benefited from when I do feel energetic, when I feel happy, when I feel glowy, when I feel like, you know, all of those things, and I'm feeling like that best version of myself, 
my work and my career is going to be positively impacted. My relationships with my loved ones, my friends, my family members are going to be positively impacted. My relationship with myself is going to be positively impacted. So many areas have a positive impact. So when you can start to really connect to that feeling that is behind your goal or your what you're manifesting or what you want to be moving towards, you've got your connection, your emotional connection, and then you can also amplify this feeling and this motivation by having a look at how the other areas in your life are going to be positively impacted and realizing that, hey, it's actually not just for me, as my example, my nutrition that and my health that's going to benefit. It's literally my whole life if I'm feeling these feelings. So really amplifying that, what we want to be doing is our brain works off a pain and pleasure threshold or um, ratio. And so some people are really motivated by pain. So as an opposite example of that, I could also then be like to work off my pain motivation. Well, if I don't change these things and if I do continue to live off coffee and two pieces of peanut butter toast until it gets to the afternoon and I'm binging because then I'm super hungry and my blood sugar levels have dipped so much and then I'm not eating nourishing foods. What is the flow on from that? If I don't change this, what does that look like for me in another four weeks? So in another month, what does that look like for me? And then what about if I don't continue to change and in another two months or three months, what does that look like? Well, what about in another six months if I don't make a change? And so you can see that what we're actually doing in that example is amplifying the pain points, which for some people can also be really motivating because when we amplify those pain points and we see how much worse it could get and we imagine that and we really sit with that, it's like, well, shit, I don't want to be living that life in another six months, in another 12 months. Like I don't want that for myself. I don't want to feel those feelings regularly. I want to be feeling this and this and this instead. So that's our pain point. I wasn't even going to touch on our pain versus pleasure ratio, but here we are. Another little takeaway for you. So if you find you are pain motivated, that's also something that you can do. If the pleasure motivation is something that helps you to feel motivated and you feel like what I've spoken about with the connecting to the emotions and amplifying that by looking at the areas of life that that is positively impacting, that's a pretty good sign that you're pleasure motivated. And so what we can start to do is like you can work with these two pain or pleasure for the rest of your life once you know what you lean more towards and what helps you to take action more and feel more motivated. So there you go is my first step connecting to your why. Second step, which is interesting. Now, Declan was teaching this workshop and he teaches tools and takeaways. And this one was really interesting. I feel like it's something that really sat with me that was like, yes, this feels achievable. And it feels like something that is going to help me to be more productive because at the end of the day, that's what I want. If I've got like, if I'm only working, well, I'm only supposed to be working one day a week, but if I'm only working say one and a half or two days a week, and I'm trying to fit technically what would be three or four days of work into those two days, then I need to be as productive as possible. And I need to feel like I'm productive and really smashing out work and not getting distracted by things like phones, notifications, social media, all of that stuff. 
So it's called the Pomodoro method. Some of you may have heard of it before. I never had before I did this workshop. So what it is, is you set a timer on your phone or maybe, I mean, if you want to, you can set it on your screen and have it counting down on your screen. But to be honest, I recognize that that actually makes me feel really anxious to do that. So um, yeah, timer on my phone is fine. And knowing that, okay, I'm setting my timer for 20 minutes. I am just going to be present and focused with this thing for 20 minutes. And then you give yourself a five minute break and it's a full break from that activity. So say, for example, for me, it could be writing growth plans for my clients. Maybe it's creating a new ebook or a workbook for a workshop that I'm running. It's something that I need to be really present with and really focused on and not distracted that I know, okay, I'm honing in for 20 minutes and then I get up from my desk, I go and maybe make myself a cup of tea or make a snack and have that and then come back. And I set my timer again for 20 minutes and I do another 20 minutes fully focused, fully just really, really laser focused on that one activity. And then again, have another five minute break and do it a third time. So another 20 minutes. So all together, you're actually focusing on that task for an hour at a time. But what you're really doing is break by breaking it up into those time limits, those 20 minutes at a time. I don't even know if my maths is right. Guys, I'm so sleep deprived. I don't even know if that's an hour. I'm like trying to figure that out in my head. And I don't, Ollie slept for three hours last night, guys. Just give me, if that's not an hour, give me a little bit of leeway and please don't at me. <laughs> um, but so you're setting aside that time for yourself that is probably more focused than what it would be if you sat down and said, okay, today I've got two things I want to achieve. I'm replying to all of my emails and getting back to all of the emails I've got. And I'm also doing this big task at work that I know is really going to make a difference, but it feels a bit big and overwhelming. By giving yourself that task and giving yourself all day, there's a good chance that what your brain can do is start to get distracted at the start of the day and you start to do like the busy work, like, okay, I'm going to reply to all 20 of these emails that I've got that I need to reply to. And then I'm going to, especially if you're in lockdown, oh, I need to make breakfast. I'll make breakfast. Now I'll clean the kitchen. Now I'll do the washing up and maybe unpack the dishwasher or go and make my bed or have a shower and then come back. And now I've got more emails that I'm replying to. By the time you know it, it's lunchtime. You're like, shit, I haven't even started that workbook yet. Or I haven't started that preparation for that meeting that I've got. Now it's lunchtime and I'm running so behind and now I'm stressed and feeling overwhelmed. So the Pomodoro method is something that, like I said, can help you to feel more laser focused and actually get shit done quicker and be more productive because your brain is like, cool, I've got this. I can do 20 minutes. I'm just focusing for 20 minutes at a time. Now, my third tip or my third tool for you is actually prioritizing your to-do list. So that's kind of a little bit, I guess, off the back of what I was just mentioning as well. By actually going through and prioritizing your to-do list, it means that instead of focusing on like maybe 20 things that you've got written down for your day, then you can actually look at it, highlight, maybe put a star next to it or pop some things at the top of your list that you're like, if I only get these three things done today, just these three things, then I know it's going to be a good day. I know that these three things are going to make the biggest difference 
for me. So the question that you ask yourself, so you sit down, you write out your to-do list for the day. Now, I actually saw um, Steph Pace has come out with a new to-do list planner and it has two different to-do lists, work and home or like just life. And I was like, oh my God, that is such a good idea because honestly, my to-do list is just like essentially a huge brain dump at the start of the day. And it's like, okay, so I'm going to have my lemon and ginger tea, have my water, put my diffuser on, clean the kitchen, tidy the house. Then I'm going to have a shower, do my skincare, get ready for work. Then I've got my emails. Then I've got my workbooks, my workshops, my client notes, um, my growth plans. I've got my client sessions. And it's just like, whoa, there's so many things on that to-do list there. And they're all smooshed in with each other. Then I might put in a few other life things. Like I'm, then I'm making my lunch or I'm preparing our dinners or I've got Ollie's food to make. Like, and I also want to get a workout in like all of these different things. And it's like, sometimes even looking at your to-do list can feel overwhelming. And that means that your brain is just going to go for the quick wins, the easy stuff. And that's great. But is it really moving the needle? Like, yeah, you might feel good or like instant gratification if you're like, cool, I've just cleaned the kitchen. How much tidier does that look? But it's like, okay, let's actually look at the things that are going to make a difference. Because if we're really going to be honest with ourselves here, you need to be focusing on the big ticket items to be moving towards the life that you want to be living. If you are not focusing on those big things and you're not taking action on those things that are really going to make a difference in your life, you are going to be sitting and looking back in six months time and feeling like, fuck, I'm just not getting anywhere here. Like, I feel like I'm just hitting my head against a brick wall or like achieving this thing is really not going like I thought it would or like I thought I'd be further ahead. All of those things because you're keeping yourself busy with the small stuff. Now, don't get me wrong. The small stuff is important. Having a tidy bedroom, making my bed and having a tidy kitchen or living area is important to me because it helps me to feel refreshed. It helps me to feel really good. I feel happy when I've done that. But it just means that, okay, how can I have a good blend or mix of these small tasks and big tasks? And maybe it means that I block out half an hour in my morning and do all of my small tasks that I know are going to help to set me up for success for my day. But then I'm really focused on those three things that are going to make the biggest difference for me. And if all I do after those half an hour of small things is just focus on those three things and they get done for the day, I'm happy. And then you know what, if you've got time after those three things and it gets more towards the afternoon or the evening and you've got more time for some of those small things that you can come back to your list, you can add on a few of those other things, you can take action on those other small things, but you know that you are actively taking action on the things that are really changing your life. Now, I think that's it. That's the only three tools that I have for you today. I don't want to make these episodes feel too overwhelming and give you too much information all at once. Like I said last week, I know that they're like 
kind of related to me, but that's because it's about coaching sessions that I've had for myself. But my hope is that in listening to these episodes, you can also relate this back to you. So when I'm talking about a goal or something that you want to be manifesting, something is coming to mind for you. That's obviously not just my nutrition goals and the things that I want to be eating and eating more fruit and vegetables. I mean, if that's something you want to be doing, awesome. But what is going to make a difference for you? What is going to change your life? What's something you want to achieve? And how can these tools and techniques that I've been talking about actually Actually work for you so that you can be creating the life that you want to live and moving towards the feelings that you want to feel more often. As usual, if you have any questions, just let me know. Come and send me a message over on Instagram. Come and join me on Facebook. Send me a message on Facebook. Any way that you would like to get in contact is amazing. And I will see you next episode. If you liked this episode, I would love for you to screenshot and tag me on Instagram. You guys have no idea how much that absolutely makes my day. I get such a big smile on my face. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. And I hope that you have gotten something from this episode. If you want to hang out more, you can search the Nourishing Amy podcast community in Facebook and come and join our group. We're talking all things life, love, overwhelm and everything in between. You can share your funny memes, your stories, and all of the life stuff. If you would like to get in contact with me, please don't hesitate to reach out and shoot me a message on Instagram. You can find me at Amy underscore Rankin. Last but not least, it really helps to support my podcast when you subscribe and leave a review on whatever app it is that you listen to this podcast on. I am just a little independent podcaster and every subscribe and review helps my podcast to be seen and heard by more people and to help more people get their sparkle back. Thank you again so much for being with me and have a fantastic day.